to The Grudge. I am your host, Dan Nichols, joined by my heterosexual life partner, Brian Sanchez. Hey, what's going on, guys? And Tim Wesley, who's my good friend. <laughs> Got him. I'm, I'm his life partner. <laughs> I know, you guys, we're just, we're, pre-show, <laughs> we were talking about True Blood and how you guys watched it together. Oh, and held to hands. Watch, hold hands and watch True Blood. Dan my blushed. wife was sitting right there. She didn't care. Dan blushed. She was jealous. I might have. Judgment. <laughs> that played out too well. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Brian had no part of it. That's why it was so funny to me because we're talking about this. Yeah. I, just so you guys know, give you a behind the curtain look. They do not know what I'm going to say at the beginning. Ever. Yeah, Ever. no, we don't. I, have no, it, I do not divulge it. So the fact that they're talking about this made me giggle even harder because they, I'm like, this is going to yeah. be real nice. Yeah. So anyways. Well, we know, well, we, I mean, we know a few things. This is a, a good le- like peek behind the curtain. We know that you're going to say something kind of racist to Brian. <laughs> you're going to say something about me being a hipster at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we know or a Prius. little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you've Get done in. so far 32 episodes in. You've, d- you've done good with those. Yeah, so I agree. Far. It hasn't been one that's flopped yet. Thank you. We'll see about but, 33. Yeah. <laughs> So we're at 32 episodes, and we've ran out of ideas, so we're going to revisit <laughs> our first episode. Oh, like, like every like everything in Hollywood. <laughs> we're talking about it at the beginning, too. So are, like, yeah. We are rebooting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to revisit off-road trucks. So the reason why we're doing this is is because— Oh, wait, it, and, and I wasn't part of the first one. Yeah, that's true. You were not. Mm-hmm. So there that you go. That is we true. That's Tim's why we're doing input. it. Let's pretend like I said that. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> but um, actually, the real reason why we're doing this is because Dodge has entered the game hard yeah. with these purpose-built off-road trucks. But I want to start with Chevy, and not the one who won our best off-road, not an SUV. But I want to talk about the Chevy Z71. Do you guys remember when that came out? Like, what was it? Like, 91, 92? Yeah. It was the Z71 Off-Road. You guys remember that? I do. Okay. I do. This was a truck from the factory lifted three inches and leveled out with big old 33-inch tires on it, Dana 40 in the front, and a Chevy 10-bolt in the rear. Really good off-road truck. Absolutely. Basically, if you went and bought a four-wheel drive uh, Chevy pickup truck, a brand new Chevy pickup truck, and wanted it to be the biggest, baddest off-roader that you could still use on the road, you would build the Z71 off-road. So you just bought it, okay? Since that time. It looks like it should be hauling a horse trailer. It really does. It absolutely oh, yeah. does. Absolutely. Yes. So here's the thing, guys. Let's fast forward 25 plus years. Chevy still has the Z71 badge. It is a 4x4 Chevy Silverado with 18-inch wheels. Moving on, the Chevy <laughs> ZR2 I mean, Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a, an image of one because trucks are not, like, my thing, guys. So yeah. if you didn't no. know. Yeah, if you didn't no. know. No. I'm pretty sure there's a guy that has one of those at work. Oh, yeah, they're all over the place. I mean, it's a truck. It's a luxury package. It has 18-inch wheels. Yeah, it, yeah. Has, it has some 18-inch wheels. The grill's a little bit different. It's got a color-coordinated front grill. I, to be fair, again, the design guy, I like how Chevy's done that I for do a few I, years. The, I yeah. do, too. The silver grill just looks like shit. Well, it, it's heritage, and that's I it, that's why it's continuing on, but I like the color. Just match. keep the shape. Do what Dodge does. Just keep the shape. Yeah, keep the shape and color code it. Paint it. Yeah. Yeah. Or flat gray it or flat black it. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Black. Mm-hmm. 
I like I like when it's like inlaid with like black yeah. like that. It looks good. You guys are getting ahead of me. <laughs> Sorry, man. So the Chevy Colorado ZR2. This was the winner by a semi-large margin on yep. our first episode. Um, since that time, it was just coming out. It is. It has been out for a while, and really, I have been overwhelmed with it because a lot of times you get the you get the uh, the jitters and going, oh my god, I need one, and then it comes out and it's like meh. I've seen a few driving around town and they hold their own. And, yeah, man. You know, again, I said at, during that episode that the problem with the Raptor is you hit the brakes hard and the nose dives. This one is an actual usable vehicle on the road. And then I've seen them in, you know, uh, as support trucks and off-road competitions. And they're doing what the big boys are doing. And they're doing it very well. So, yeah, that's it, Tim. Tim's looking up a picture right now. It's really good. Uh, you have my permission. Go ahead and pause the podcast right now and look up the Chevy Colorado yeah. ZR2. Wait, I, hold on. Give them a second to pause. Okay, we're back. Yeah. So, okay, again, not truck guy. Uh, is Was the, Z, the Z71, that was the Silverado chassis, right? This it is was. the Colorado chassis? Yes. Correct. Okay, that's why it looks different. Right. Yeah. I kind of like this so more. Small, smaller truck. It's a little I more do compact, too. and mm-hmm. I think during... Yeah. During our episode, I think I said, if, if I didn't say it then, I'm going to say it now. Like, it's probably, in my opinion, one of the best looking trucks ever. Um, I just love it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, like, it just, I don't know. It, it, it does something for me. Um, I said, it, I mean, like, when, when we first talked about it, like, I, you know, we've seen pictures of them and stuff. And now that they're out and you're seeing them more, and I agree. Every time, like, I see one, like, it's. It, it lives up. It lives up. It there's was super one, hyped, and we put really, it up in our heads a little bit. But oh yeah, man, it just keeps a, getting better uh, and better. There's an option to get a headache rack on it. <laughs> Quite literally, yeah, exactly. The what picture Tim, that Tim just pulled uh, up. It's Absolutely. a flat black uh, headache rack, or for you guys that are not from the South, roll bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was yeah. I heard him say it twice. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is he yeah. saying? It's got uh, like old school style fog lights on the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, second pillar comes down at an angle. An angle and it's got it a piece out. of sheet metal that says Colorado in red, but it's all flat black the rest of the way. Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, man, Dude, it does you need it? Absolutely. absolutely not. Do you want it? Absolutely. That is so far back it wouldn't save your life. No, absolutely um, not. No, it's, it's there to hold the light. would look sick. <laughs> yeah. It would look sick with those fake bolt-on like over fenders. It's funny you mentioned that, Tim. You're still getting ahead of me. I'm oh, sorry, dude. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, at the time, we had horsepower figures that were projected. We actually have horsepower figures that are real life. Okay. Let's start off with the V6, which is actually the more boring of the engines. It is a uh, 3.6 liter, 308 horsepower, and 275 foot pounds, pound feet, rather, of torque. Okay. Um, that's nothing to scoff at, especially out of a mid-sized truck. Yeah, for real. Uh, I mean, let's face it, it is that's big truck horsepower nowadays with all the missions and crap. Mm-hmm. The Ford V6s that are out there, I mean, that it's, it's good. But the most interesting one, and it was the interesting one back then, it's still the interesting one, is the Duramax inline four turbo diesel. That's 181 horsepower, which actually that figure is identical. However, uh, identical to what it was projected. However, 
the torque number is different because they were projecting 360 pound-feet. It has 369 pound-feet of torque, which is more than the V6. And again, off-road, you need that torque number. Horsepower is good. Torque is better. Torque is way more important. It is, unless you're rock bouncing, and that's well, different. You're not going to be doing that in a stock Colorado. I must say that, that Colorado, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Did you have something to add, Tim? No, I'm actually, I, I'm getting ahead of you. So Okay. <laughs> so allow us to go to the old guard. And Tim actually just showed me the Z72. Maybe that's something that we need to talk about at another time because Ford has been in the game with these Baja-style street trucks. Dodge is getting into or Fiat is getting into it, <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute. Chevy has the ZR2, which is still formidable, but it's not a Dune Blaster. It's not. No. No. Yeah. So, anyways, let's get to the Ford Raptor, the old guard. When it came out, it had a option for a 5.4 liter, which was 310 horsepower. And then it had a... Or, yeah, 310 horsepower. And then it had a 6.2, which was 411. Now, we were talking about with the Colorado, it's about torque because that's rock climbing, that's overlanding. However, dune blasting, it's all about horsepower because it's fast. You need to have some speed to get up the big old dunes and everything like that. So horsepower's where it's at. Um, in uh, 2011... They did away with the 5.4 and just put 6.2s in them all day long. That's cool. This is about the time that uh, Hennessy got a hold of one and made the Velociraptor, mm-hmm. which was a supercharged mm-hmm. 6.2 liter Ford. That shit was cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's. Yeah. And then in 2014, Ford said, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> and in truth, they weren't lying. Because in 2017, we got the Raptor again. However, it was a turbocharged V6, a 3.5 liter turbo V6 with a 10-speed automatic transmission. Do you know why they put a 10-speed automatic transmission? Any ideas? No idea. When you put lower gearing in a vehicle, you can actually cheat the horsepower and torque numbers because you can put in a lower gear ratio and actually use less power for getting wheel speed up. So you put a 10 speed and you can have really, really, really short gears at the beginning and nice long gears at the back as the turbo starts to spool. Lame. (laughs) The look you just made too when you were saying that. (laughs) (laughs) It'll listen well. Disgusted. And the worst part about it is, so it had 450 horsepower, but keeping in mind, again, that torque curve is not going to be as flat as the big displacement uh, 6.2. A turbo is a multiplier of power, not an addition to. It's important to note that because at low engine speed, it's doing nothing. If anything, it's hurting it. Yeah. When you get engine speed up, that's when the turbo becomes its own. So I would like to see the power difference at, say, 3,000 RPM as opposed to 6,000 RPM. Just a thought. Ford, get back to me. Um, And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Ford was sitting there, and they had three years to come up with the new Raptor. And they saw the EcoBoost V6 and said... (laughs) 
hmm, I think we're going to go with that. And then they saw the 5-0 Coyote sitting on the shelf and went, Pshaw, people who are going to buy a completely useless truck for any truck purposes, they're worried about fuel economy. So let's put this V6 in it. Let me explain something to you. Anybody with that tiny of a... Anybody who wants a truck that big does not care about fuel economy. No. The end. They don't. Have you guys heard these things driving down the road with their aftermarket exhausts? Yeah. They are hateful, hateful sounding trucks. Well, to be honest with you, I don't see them often. You don't? Like, not like the old... I, I see old Raptors. I see the old all ones. Over the, all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And... But driving around, dude, it ma- do you remember my Camaro? Mm-hmm. That V6 Camaro with that big two and a half inch exhaust, yeah. dual exhaust that I had on it? Yeah. It sounds worse than that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's this hateful, hateful sound. And there's no like turbo whoosh, yeah. which completely negates the fact of having a turbo having V6. Having the turbo, yeah. Yeah. You can't hear the turbo. Why have it? Yeah. That's that's not actually how I feel, but you know, it, I was trying to make a point. I feel I make it. Made yeah, it. I I just, I'll never understand why they chose to do that because you're absolutely right. Anyone yep. who's buying this truck, yep, does not give two shits about the fuel economy of it. They're buying it because it's super loud and flashy, and they want to go off road tearing up the dunes or whatever. Like that's what they want. So yep. I don't I don't understand why. So. Basically, to the guy who decided that a big truck needed to be worried about fuel economy, I just want to let you know that my days of not taking you seriously are certainly coming to a middle. <laughs> Firefly reference for those of you who didn't. That's not it. bad. Okay. Before we move on, uh-huh. again, design guy, stylings. Okay. Has the Raptor always had the giant Ford in the, the grill? Yes. That's been a staple, right? Yes. yes. I remember seeing that and liking it. It and looks, as it's age, it, it looks terrible. Terrible. Dude. It looks like a '90s concept car. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely what it looks like. Yeah, you're not Have wrong. Have you seen the aftermarket ones though? Have you seen the aftermarket ones though? Not really. I mean, for like the F one fifty for it to make it look like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have the rights to spell out Ford, so it's just three circles, or four circles in the center instead. That's it's so dumb, dude. That's There's so a guy at work awful. who has it on his blue uh, Ford F-150 base model. Yeah. Still has steel wheels and has like this Raptor-esque front grille that just has three like or four ovals across. It's so dumb. That's f- All right. Yes. All right, guys. But do you know who is going to save this truck segment? I never thought I would say For this. the Americans? Fiat. I never thought we would say that. <laughs> This feels the wrong. Italians to the rescue. That, that feels wrong. To it say, does, doesn't it? But you may be right. I think I am right because we are talking about the Ram Rebel TRX. Now, if you guys remember our first episode, uh, the Power Wagon made an honorable mention because it is a capable off roader. It is okay off on road. It is a functional vehicle. However, missed that X factor. That was what hurt it the most. Did you guys talk about the the Ram Charger at all, or would that be considered SUV? It, it is an SUV, and we were talking about it's capped, new. right? And right, back and we were cap. talking new. Yeah, so sure, yeah. So it, it was missing that je ne sais quoi. It was missing that X factor, that undefinable. They apparently heard us and answered our prayers. So first and foremost, best name ever, the Ram. <laughs> Rebel TRX. 
That's a pretty cool name. Let me, let me say it's this. It's not terrible, but it's a lot. It's, it is a lot. It is a lot. I think any other manufacturer that would have, if this was like the Ford Rebel TRX, yeah. doesn't work. Doesn't work. Ram. But Rebel yeah. TRX. For <laughs> this brand, the way Dodge is doing their like, like Hellcat. their whole image. Yeah. Exactly. Hellcat. With the Hellcats and that kind of stuff. Rebel TRX works absolutely perfectly. I it makes me question something. Okay. Duke's a hazard. What about it? Generally. Which makes Dan not like that name. <laughs> you mean General Mayhem? I don't mean that. You know what General Mayhem has that this truck has in common? Hellcat. That's right. It has. I was trying to find the displacement and totally <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> He's reading his notes, though. Space. Diligently. Yes, and I forgot to put it in there. Nice. It has it displacement. It, it has displacement it has, and it has forced induction. It's it actually the Hemi. It, it it has the Hellcat Hemi with the supercharger, the yeah. Whipple supercharger. I mean, or not the Whipple, the uh, Roots supercharger. Insert a giant number. In, I like, think it's yeah, a I mean, it kind of. It kind of doesn't. It's, it's either a six two or six seven. I mean, it kind of doesn't matter. Six point two liter Hemi supercharged from the Hellcat. Now here's what they did. Okay, they did detune it. From the 707 to 575, okay? I'm usually not a fan of when they do this. However, are you really going to use 707 horsepower in a big old truck? Because it has, it brought up the Rebel, which was supposed to be the answer to the off-road craze that we have right now. Which the Rebel had nine inches of suspension travel. The TRX has 13 It has a four-link coil-style suspension rear end borrowed directly from trophy trucks, which Tim's ears just perked up. Yeah, I like trophy trucks. Yep. <laughs> Dynatrack rear diff, which again is rally truck stuff. Yeah. Trophy truck stuff. Yeah, it's good. Dig it. Beadlock wheels from the factory from Mopar. It's pretty dope. Yeah, which again, trophy truck stuff. It's good. All... In a production vehicle. All in a production vehicle. Yep. Do you guys know where they debuted this? SEMA. No. <laughs> Any other? I'm just trying to think of like anything that's happened recently because this was only a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was like a couple months ago. Zabaha? Was it a months ago? I want you to think really hard. Uh, I'm going to guess Where the would Baja. be the best place? I mean, I... The Baja? Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. I think that's a good answer too. Yeah. Uh... The Texas State Fair. <laughs> that is so no, that, accurate. That, makes... that is the perfect place to debut this truck. That is a perfect place. Yeah. That is the perfect place, especially when you consider that the Ford, you can't hear the turbos. And a Hellcat, you can hear that supercharger whine. Oh, yeah. So they pulled it up and wow, just fucking revved it up right there in front of the Texas State Fair and all the rednecks came running. <laughs> Did the song of my people. I mean, to be fair... That's just the song of the gearhead it, it in really general. Is. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, being a who supercharged doesn't, okay. who doesn't yeah. love that? I mean, yeah. okay. so I mean, come on. The reason why I went into that is I'm usually not a fan of detuning an engine from what it's capable of doing. However, 
off-road, you're going to want a little bit more reliability than you mm -hmm. traditionally would want on-road. Additionally, the difference between 575 horsepower and 707, when you are off-road and struggling for traction anyways, you're not going to feel that difference. Yeah, it really no, is. You're not. Yeah. To 700, you're going to dig a rut. Yeah, you're going to. I was about to say, to like China. at that point, if yeah. you're on dunes, man, like you're just gonna get buried. Right. But the scuttlebutt is, is that when it comes out, in... well, I'll get to that. But we should be getting one in like an upgraded package later on, which is for the people who will never take it off road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it has a Torque Flight 8 HP 70 Trans, which is that 8-speed that they're putting in the Hellcats. I would imagine the rear diff and the front diff are geared differently than what they have in the Hellcats and Demon. Um, just a just a feeling I have. Uh, <laughs> Borg Warner 4445 Transfer Case, which is it's not bulletproof. There are certainly better ones out there, but there are certainly worse ones out there. Yeah. Borg Warner doesn't really make things that go boom. They really don't. They, they are really good at what they do. Um, so here's... Hang on, Dan. I, there's, a, there's a note for Ford right here. Can I go into it super quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Ford prides themselves in fuel economy in their, <laughs> in their trucks. Um, they make everything out of aluminum. The Ram Rebel TRX has a hardened steel frame meaning that it they stopped just short of forging the frame which means go on to youtube right now and look for raptor jump bend frame there are so many pictures of dudes jumping this thing and like 10 feet up into the air it hitting the ground and the frame becoming a banana that is because of an aluminum frame Yes, it's a box frame. It's aluminum. The properties of aluminum is that it's malleable. And light. And light. But it's <laughs> it's malleable. Steel is unrelenting. Just putting it out there. I like so, that word, unrelenting. Yes. Good word. Now, go ahead, Tim. Side exit exhausts. Oh, God. I forgot about that. And yeah. doesn't that make you clutch at your twig and giggly bits feverishly <laughs> like you're a... Little little thirteen year old going through puberty. It's so good. He just did it too. I did. did. He like did. he did. Like I, as he mm -hmm. said, side exit is us. He made that. This is a. It is mm -hmm. a. It's a ram through and through. Yep. It looks good. Yep. Yeah. Did you see what they did with the bed? Yeah. yeah. They put the wheels in the bed. The spare wheels. Yep. There are two of them, and they put it at the front of the bed under the headache rack. That's, That's right. Had a headache rack, and it's um, like the strap like area is built in. Yeah. Yep. Sick. It's a, it's mm -hmm. a. It is a trophy truck. Yeah. For you and me. That's fun. Uh, the front end has A-arm suspension um, with internal bypass shocks that are adjustable. That's right. Nice. From the factory, adjustable bypass. That's awesome. Internal bypass shocks. Um, the concept had 10-ply tires on the beadlocks. 10-ply tires. That's some hardcore off-road stuff. That's that is crazy. trophy truck stuff. Yeah. With beadlock, yeah. Yeah. But you know what a trophy truck kind of has but this one's a little bit more crochier what they are calling their performance control system 575 horsepower you can still dig a rut to china with that <laughs> yeah okay? yeah uh so there are five 
No, four different drive modes. Normal, your everyday driving. Wet snow driving. Off-road. And Baja. Sand, basically. Yeah. So you can drive like an idiot and the truck will take care of you. That's pretty good. So let me give you the downside. Can I give you the downside? This yeah. all sounds great, right? Yeah, it sounds pretty good. 2022 is when we're getting it. Sure. Why? <laughs> I'd imagine there's a lot of reasoning behind it. Um, they have to figure out how to make the Dynatrack rear end affordable. They have to figure out a price point. They have to figure out a whole bunch of stuff. But so there's no, there's no price on this yet. There is no estimated price as of yet that I could find. Okay. But... Ford no longer is unquestioned in the segment. That is correct. Well, yeah, when we first started talking about this, like, weeks ago, um, that's, like, the you, you posted that, and you're like, I want to talk about this. And I was like, yeah. that's definitely Dodger's answer to the Raptor. It absolutely is. But let's just go out and ju- let's just say that Ford gets their shit together and decides, you know what? Let's put the 5.0 Coyote in it. Let's do it. Yeah. The Ram still has a 6.2 liter, and it's supercharged. What is the likelihood that Ford pulls their head out of their asses because um, of this? Well, considering they're focusing on SUVs, not likely. Yeah. I've, they don't care about their enthusiasts. My first instinct would say if they start losing sales to Dodge over this, like They'll the just Raptor stop guys. They'll making the Raptor. Exactly. They'll yeah, just they stop will. making the Raptor. Would they—, would they would they move and put that engine in there or would they just stop making the Raptor and based on their history, their recent history, they'll just get rid of it. We'll just get rid of the Raptor. So essentially this thing could kill the Raptor. I, I'm willing to put money on the fact that it will. Here's, here's another thing that I find funny. Um, so it's the Ford Raptor and the Ram Rebel TRX. Do you guys remember the Ford or the, not the Ford, the Dodge T-Rex? No. TRX. I, I don't, but we were talking. So about it. they kind of one upped them. Yeah. With, oh, you have a vi- uh, you have a Raptor. We have a T Rex. A T Rex. Okay. That's- Fiat Corporation of America. You, you had me at hello, and I just want to, I just want to put it out there that I I have always loved you, and if uh, you wanted to send me a Hellcat to drive for a week, I'd. Uh, I'd accept that, and I, I, I will give up Elon for you. That's that's strong. I will just consider they're doing last week's episode. It's true. Right. Yes, but they're doing Dude, everything right. I'm one. I'm honestly 100 behind Dan on that because, like, when we had the uh, the American car shootout between the three of us, yeah. and like I went back and just did the research of like, shit, I am a Mopar guy. Yeah. And then everything that they're doing currently of yep. keeping their cars good. Yeah. That's like as simple yeah. as it is. Ford is going through a time that Dodge went through in the 90s where nobody wanted their shit. So Chevy. So a Chevy. And they're going through the 90s Dodge. Here's the thing. Dodge, Daimler Chrysler, Mopar was able to go through that in the 80s and 90s. Now they actually caught on. And really it's the last bastion of gearhead cars from the factory really honestly like before you start yelling at me and everything yes there are more car companies that make 
actual enthusiast vehicles, but not in the States. True. There isn't. Yeah. They're, they're yeah okay, there's the Mustang and the Corvette and Camaro and the SS. Oh, wait, no, they don't have the SS. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we need to start keeping count. I want to know how many times, how many times, like how many episodes he said it. If you know how many, we'll we'll send you a hug. Go on to our Facebook. And we'll put something together for you. And I'll, honestly, if someone can accurately yeah. tell me how many, we'll go back like, and we'll review. We should. Yeah, but, I mean, we have to count too. We'll hook you up yeah. with something. Yeah. We'll hook you up with something. Yeah, we'll hook you up with something. Go to uh, uh, Facebook, our Facebook, which is from the Garage Podcast. And uh, how many times have I bitched about the SS dying so soon? I mean, I'm behind that like sentiment. Like it was just super yeah, I, poorly promoted. I agree. It's poorly um, promoted, but you you are very enthusiastic in declaring your love for them right now because mm-hmm. of this. But the fact of the matter is, it has well, and it's not just this. Well, I know, but please but continue. Th- this has not hit the market yet. True. So it has. I I will say you say that you had me at hello. Mm-hmm. I say you have my attention. Yeah. But I will wait to see can I, yeah. what can I actually hits the road. Why they had me. At hello, Jeep Trackhawk. True. Fuck. I mean, the Charger and Challenger Hellcats. Not only the Hellcats, the, the Demon, the Scat the Packs. Demon, the Scat Pack. Yeah. The fact I mean, they that do you have can a track record of of actually pulling the trigger on currently. these things. And, and and they are the only car company that puts. Huge displacement V8s in the front and makes the drive wheels at the back with the exception of one Cadillac. They do it with their sports car. They do it with their family car. Enough said. Until next week, though, I am Dan Nichols. I'm Brian Sanchez. And I'm Tim Wesley. Now get out my garage.